Praise the Lord. Welcome to another Tough Truth Podcast. I'm Minister Jonathan Edward Rife. I'm so excited to be here this afternoon on Facebook Live. And we're going to get into a message entitled Firestarters. I had every intention of doing this last Sunday. But unfortunately, I just had some things come up that needed attention and uh, just rescheduled. We're going to get right into this word today. and I believe it's going to be a blessing to you. It's going to be a blessing to you. And God is an all-consuming fire. God is an all-consuming fire. He's right there with you, my brother and sister, wherever you may be. The Holy Spirit is present there. I just pray that the Holy Spirit is present where you're at and you feel the presence of the Lord as you listen to this teaching, whether it be live on Facebook, uh, in a delay on Facebook, uh, YouTube Rumble, or many of the podcast distributors across the country and the world, I trust that God will give you wisdom from his word as I speak today, and you will grow in the grace and the empowerment of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so excited to be here today. Um, I've had such a wonderful time at my local church today. We had such a glorious time and move of the Holy Spirit. And God is on the move. Revival is here. The revival fires are here. They're here. And it's time to jump in. It's time to jump in in the name of Jesus and get in those revival fires. I just welcome everyone that's tuning in, wherever you may be. God has got a word for you today in Jesus' name. Before I get into this teaching, I'm going to go to the, to the Lord in prayer. I want to ask for his unction. I want to ask that he be there with you, that he will, he will enhance or enlighten your understanding so that this word will sink deep into your soul and it will change you. Father, I just come in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord. I thank you for this beautiful day you've given us here in the state of Ohio in the United States of America, God. I thank you, Lord, for the wonderful move of your spirit in my local church today, God, and how you moved all over the world, Lord, and how you used individuals, God, to minister your word. Thank you for the bodies that were healed, God. I thank you for the, the devils that were cast out. I thank you, God, for the miracles that took place. I thank you, God, for the greatest miracle, and that's the souls that were saved, Lord Jesus, today. And I pray for those souls that might tune into this podcast on Facebook or or in delay, or, or, or on a podcast distributor later, God. I just pray that if there's individuals out there, Lord, that, that need you, that you'll draw them unto yourself, God. May they hear the words today, Lord, and be changed forever. Thank you, God, that you're here. You're going to enlighten the understanding of those believers who are watching, that they'll grow in your grace. They'll grow in your word. They'll grow in your truth, God, and they'll be vessels fit for the master's use set ablaze set on fire by the power of god that's what i believe for today lord jesus and i thank you lord give me the unction give me the word give me the fire lord to speak this truth in the name of jesus christ i pray amen 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 well we're gonna jump right in here um, it's been a few weeks and uh, i'm excited excited to be Back on the air, live on Facebook with this teaching. That's fire starters. We're going to start some fires today in the name of Jesus. 
Let's take a look at Hebrews 12.29. That is my main text for today. Hebrews 12.29. It's a very familiar passage of scripture with many of you, I would most likely presume. Hebrews 12.29. For our God is a consuming fire. God is a consuming fire. Now you're going to have to figure out what end of that deal you want to be on. And we're going to talk about this in a little bit. Whether you want to be consumed with his glory and his fire. Or be consumed by his glory and his fire. His judgment fire. Not his glory, but his judgment fire. Because there, it's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. And it's clear in, in scripture. That scripture says that God is an all-consuming fire. And there's more mention of that in the Bible. Let's go back to the Old Covenant. Let's go back to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 4.24. Deuteronomy 4.24. God is so good. God is on the move. I'm excited about what God's doing. And I pray that you're excited about what God's doing. And I pray that God is moving wherever you may be. Using you as a vessel. Using you as a vessel. You don't have to be famous, my dear brother or sister. You don't have to have a certain amount of money. You don't have to have anything but a voice. The ability to communicate. God will use you in a mighty, powerful way. If you just yield yourself to Him. Deuteronomy 4.24 This is in the, the Old Covenant. In the Torah. Pentateuch. For the Lord thy God is a consuming fire, even a jealous God. God is jealous. He's jealous over you. He desires you to be filled with his fire. He desires you to be filled with the fire of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now you think about fires. What do you have to have to have a fire? You have to have something that's that will burn, right? That will contain fire. A fire starter. What a fire starter is is it's 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 a, like a piece of kindling. You know what kindling is? Chopped up wood or flammable material, and it's used to help start a fire. That's what it is. And you have to make a choice today: Are you going to be kindling in God's hands? Are you going to be that fire starter? that God wants to use to, to set ablaze revival. If you study the his, his history of revival, it just took just one or two individuals who yielded themselves to God to set ablaze and start fires. And you could be that person today. Wherever you may be, wherever you may be in the world, you can be that person today in the name of Jesus Christ. And I'm praying for that for you, brother and sister. That fire will come your way. And you have a choice. You have a choice today. Are you going to yield yourself to God or fight against it? Now we're going to see that in Scripture. So you have, you're, you're a piece of flammable material in the hands of God. And he's an all-consuming fire. And we have to yield ourselves to him. Fire requires certain elements. 
Is that not true? They require certain elements. You have to have something that's flammable, and you have to have oxygen. You have to have the breath of the Holy Ghost. So there's some good stuff here. I mean, you start talking, thinking about fires. Some really good stuff. And I pray and, and after this message that you never look at fire the same way again. You look at it from a biblical perspective. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let's look at what a dry and available substance is. According to scripture. Let's look at Psalm 63.1. Now this is what you have to be in the hands of God. Psalm 63.1. God is so good. I'm excited about what God is doing. <laughs> it's incredible. He is on the move. God is on the move. It says in this verse, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. That's how we have to become. We have to become desperate in the hands of God and invite his fire. Are you desperate today? Are you desperate for God's fire? The New Testament talks about being baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire. Jesus was baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire. That's what John the Baptist said. He's going to baptize you. I baptize you with water, but he's going to he that cometh is going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. And that fire will burn out all impurities in Jesus' name. So we see here in Psalm 63, 1, that a dry and thirsty land where there no water is, that you become thirsty for God. And 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 you're you're dry and, and you need God's power. You need God's fire in your life. That's where we have to get to. If we think we got it all together. Well, I have no need of, you know, I don't have no need of God. I have no need of the Holy Ghost. I, uh, you know, the spirit of the world, um, so many people are influenced by that. And as, as a Christian, we can't be operating in the spirit of the world. We have to be redemptive. We have to seek God's fire with all of our heart. That's what God wants for all of us. Let's take a look at some other passages, and now this is another element that you need for fire, you need oxygen, okay? So you need a dry and available substance, a flammable material, and we are, in the hands of God, flammable material, will burn up, we're dust of the earth. That's what the Bible says, and to dust we shall return. These physical bodies are flammable substance. But oxygen is needed. Let's look at Genesis chapter two, verse seven. God is so good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your fire. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. So you've got all the elements as a human being. You've got the, the, the dry and available substance. You need the Lord. And you need the Lord's power to get through this life. And you got oxygen in your lungs. You've got the elements of a fire. Is that incredible? That God made us that way? That we, we're, we have to be dependent on his power, his fire? 
to live, to get by. Isn't that an awesome truth? That's such an awesome truth in the name of Jesus. Let's take a look at Psalm 33.6. And we're talking about fire starters. We're talking about setting a blaze here. Psalm 33. And we're going to look at verse 6. Okay, Psalm 33, verse 6. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. So we see oxygen again. We see oxygen, the breath, God's breath, God's breathing, God's oxygen. That's what's required for a fire, a dry and available substance, as we've already seen. And as a fire starter, what a fire starter is, is a piece of flammable material that's used to help start a fire. And that's exactly what human beings are. We're flammable material, and we have oxygen in our lungs. And that's all that God needs for revival and to set you ablaze. In Jesus' name. Let's take a look at a familiar passage of Scripture in Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3. We're going to look at the burning bush. Exodus 3. We're going to look at uh, verses 1 and 2. And then I'll come back to this a little bit later. I'm praying I get through this whole thing today, but I may not. And if I don't, it'll be part 2. Uh, we'll just go with the Lord and let the Holy Ghost be our guide. Uh, I just trust that God's going to convey the Word, how He wants to convey it, with no hurry, uh, no pressure, so that all can understand what's being said here. Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. Verse 2. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush, and he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. So that bush was flammable material, but it wasn't consumed. Remember, the, the text verse in Hebrews chapter 12, 29 is that our God is an all-consuming fire. Our God is an all-consuming fire. Well, that bush wasn't consumed, was it? Even though the fire of God was on it. See, and that's the position as a believer you want to be in. You want to be like the burning bush that's able to, to have the fire of God on you but not burn up. That's called having God's glory or being uh, touched with the fire of God. There's another side of this that we'll talk about here in a little while. Um, you want to be like that burning bush in the hands of the Lord. Let's look at Acts chapter 7, verse 30. And this is a mention of the same, same instance, just in the New Testament. Acts chapter 7, verse 30. I want to welcome everyone who's joining live. So excited today. The word of the Lord, what God has already done today, and what God's doing. It's time to get in, get in, get in revival. Get in the spirit of revival. Get in the attitude of revival. Uh, it's, it's each and every one of us that has to make that choice and that decision. And God's not going to force it on you. He's not going to force it on you. And we, we, he, told, he told the disciples in the book of Acts, you know, at the beginning of the church, he told them what to do. Now, they could have disobeyed him. He didn't make them. <laughs> he didn't make them do it. But they obeyed his direct words. And the fire came down. The fire came down. 
Let's look at Acts chapter 7, verse 30. It says, And when 40 years, this is, this is talking about the same instance, when 40 years were expired, there appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai, it's talking about Moses, an angel of the Lord in a flame of fire and a bush. This is what they call a theophany in the Old Covenant. Theophanies are, are uh, instances of Jesus in the Old Covenant before he actually came in the flesh. That's what a theophany is. It's called Christology. And we can see that the angel of the Lord, and the flame money believe this is Jesus, the flame of fire in a bush, but it wasn't consumed. The Bible says we are a temple of the Holy Ghost, that we are the body of Christ. And, and just like a normal bush, we can burn up, but God has designed it for us as believers when we receive Christ that we can contain that fire and he can use us to set ablaze other fires. That's what the Lord desires for us in Jesus' name. Now you can, as I've mentioned, and this is where, where we're going to kind of split this off into two parts. You can be consumed with the fire or by the fire of God. With or by. That's two different things. Because you can consumed with means you're on fire for the Lord. You're in his, his uh, good standing. You're like that bush, but you're not being consumed. But there's another side of the fire of God, and it's judgment. It's judgment. And we're going to look at that here in a little while, in Jesus' name. Fire can't help but spread, now listen to this, if there's available substance. How is there available substance? By yielding ourselves to God, by yielding ourselves to the Holy Ghost, by yielding ourselves to the fire of the Lord. I think about something that happened today in church where someone uh, had seen somebody this week somewhere and was in desperate need and this person was in desperate need and found out this person was contemplating suicide. And because this individual heard the word of the Lord and was on fire for God and was close to the Lord and was a bush that was willing to, to be burning for God, was sensitive to the Holy Spirit, the person I'll say she ministered to, life has been changed forever. And now her heart's going to be set ablaze. You think about that. I, I start, start getting into the power of the seed and all that. But you think about that, the truth of that. Just, just one word, just one word, just one touch, just one, one hug, something, just anything like that can change somebody's life entirely. It's such, a, such an exciting concept. So it can't, fire can't help but spread if there's available substance. If there's, if there's individuals out there who desire the fire of God, who make themselves available as a substance, as a fire starter, fire will spread. It can spread wherever you may be, whatever job you may work at. You don't have to be a minister. You don't have to be on Facebook doing a podcast or on TV or on radio. You can just be going to your everyday job, wherever it may be, whatever you may do, and, and touch others with the fire of the Holy Spirit, the fire of God, just by being available to Him. And need and hurts will attract that fire, will attract that fire in Jesus' name. So the two sides are, you can be consumed with the fire of God or by the fire of God. One represents God's glory, 
The other represents God's judgment. And you don't want to be on that other side. So many people are. So many people are lost without Christ. They're, they're on that other side. They're on that side of, of judgment fire. And you, we don't want to be there. We want to be in the glory. We want to be under the spout where the glory comes out. I'm sure you've, some of you have heard that before. <laughs> That's where you want to be. You want to be like that bush, on fire, but not being consumed. Even though God's an all-consuming fire, it says. That bush wasn't consumed. Because that bush was what the Lord had chose to appear in. And he chooses you today to be like that bush. Have a consuming fire on you, but not be, be consumed. And for it to be a fire starter and a spreader of his glory. Let's take a look at what it means to be on fire with the fire of God. Let's look at Isaiah 4 and 5. Isaiah 4 and 5. Isaiah chapter 4, verse 5. God is so good. It says here, And the Lord will create upon every dwelling place of Mount Zion and upon her assemblies a cloud, a smoke by day, and a shining of a flame fire by night, for upon all the glory shall be a defense. The glory of God is represented by fire. It's also represented by cloud. But it's represented by fire at night. We're talking about we're talking about the children of Israel after they left uh, Egyptian bondage, and how how the Lord watched over them. A cloud during the day and a pillar of fire at night. That glory is available to us. That glory that came down on the altar in the old covenant and consumed the offerings and sacrifices. That's what we are in the hands of the Lord. I just want to welcome others who have joined. Uh, God is such a good God. I'm so happy and fortunate that you're here watching. God bless you wherever you may be, whether you're local or you're in another country. I'm so excited to have you here today. And I trust that this message will bless you in a powerful way. God will use you and set you ablaze and on fire. So we see here that the glory of the Lord is represented by a cloud and a smoke by day and a shining of a flame of fire by night. God's glory. God's glory. See a gentleman watching from Mozambique. Hallelujah. I just pray this fire. I just pray this fire on Mozambique in the name of Jesus. I pray, brother, that he uses, God uses you in a mighty way to set ablaze. To set ablaze fires of revival in Mozambique. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You can do this, Jesus. You can do it. They're your people, Lord. They're your people, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Let's take a look at Deuteronomy 24, 17. Deuteronomy 24, 17. Fires of revival. Fires of revival. Stoke the flames. Stoke the flames in Jesus' name. God's got that 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 available substance all around the world, just looking and ready to burn. And you can be one, my brother and sister. You can be one wherever you may be. In the name of Jesus. 
Deuteronomy 24, 17, we're talking about the glory. We're talking about the, the being consumed with the fire of God and the glory of God, but not being consumed by, like being burned up. Yes, you need revival in Jesus' name. Thou shalt not pervert the judgment of the stranger, nor of the followers. Wait, hold on a second here. I have got the wrong verse or something here going on. I, I don't know what I got going on there. What happened? <laughs> that does not qualify. Uh, I've got the wrong verse down here for some reason. That's, a, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. I apologize. <laughs> it's like, how does that... How does that fit in with fire? Because I'm not seeing it. I don't know if I got the wrong chapter or the wrong verse. I got something not quite kosher there. Well, that's no big deal. We'll just go on with God. God is a de devouring. The glory is a devouring fire, an all-consuming fire. Let's let's jump over to Exodus and let's let's trust that this this verse is correct. Exodus 40:38. I don't know what happened there. Something happened. I got the wrong verse, and that did not fit. <laughs> Exodus 40. Oh, boy. 38. Now, this one looks good. I'm, I'm pretty sure this one's in line with what I'm saying. That other one, um, <laughs> Exodus 40, 38. Fire on the tabernacle, the glory of the Lord. For the cloud of the Lord was upon the tabernacle by day, and fire was on it by night in the sight of all the house of Israel throughout all their journeys. That was the glory of God. Fire was on the tabernacle. The Bible says you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are the tabernacle of the Holy Spirit. God desires for you to have that fire. God desires it. He wants you to be set ablaze with his power and his glory. That's what God desires for all and each and every one of us. He doesn't want us to be judged by that fire. He wants us to be to be on fire with the glory in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let's take a look at Matthew 3.11. Matthew 3.11. Hallelujah. God is good and he is greatly to be praised. Matthew 3.11. 3.11. I tell you what, that glory is building. Revival is already here. It's already here. It's already here. It starts with each and every individual. It makes a decision. God, I'm available. Consume me with your fire. Burn me. Burn me, Lord, with your fire. And set me ablaze. Set me ablaze with your power and your glory. That's what God desires. Matthew 3.11. This is John the Baptist. I mentioned this a little bit ago. I indeed baptize you with water under repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And I know to say with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So based on this scripture and others, we can, we can presume that not only does God want us to be baptized with the Holy Ghost, but there's, there's another thing going on there that needs to happen. I mean, you can get saved. You can become the temple of the Holy Spirit. You can have an initial infilling of the Holy Spirit. But you need continual infilling. Be ye being filled, that scripture says, with the Holy Spirit. You need to be set ablaze over and over and over again on a daily basis because this world will take it out of you. The world will deplete you. 
just living here. Our flesh can only hold so much of the glory at a time, and it gets depleted. And you need fresh fire. You need to be baptized all over again with the Holy Spirit and with fire. We all need that on a daily basis, on a daily basis. It's not a one-time event and then you're good to go. It's over and over and over again, according to Scripture. So God desires that you be filled with his power and be baptized with that fire in Jesus' name. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I've, I've mentioned this as well. It says, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not of your own? So we're the tabernacle of the Holy Spirit. And God desires for us to be set ablaze with his power and with his glory, with his fire in Jesus' name. That's what God desires for each and every one of us. And God is so good. God is so good. Revival flames are burning. Revival flames are burning and it starts in each and every one of us. So we make a choice to be fire starters to be in a, a, a bush that God can burn but not consume is that a wonderful truth such a wonderful truth Acts chapter 1 verse 8 Acts chapter 1 verse 8 hallelujah 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 Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. So God empowers with fire. God empowers with that Holy Ghost and fire. Now it doesn't say, and ye shall receive power, and then go back to your home and do nothing, and feel good, and fall on the floor, and whatever else, and laugh, and speak in tongues and just have a good old time and that's it. No. God empowers you and puts fire upon you to set ablaze others. You think about the fact that how you heard the gospel for the first time. You heard the gospel for the first time because someone was willing to be set ablaze by the power of God. That's the only reason you heard it. Someone else paid the price. Paid the price for the fire of God. We can't take any of that for granted. God empowers with fire. Let's take a look at another concept. Now we're talking about God using fire to empower us as believers. We're not talking about judgment yet. We're talking about God empowering us with the fire. God also speaks through fire. Let's look at Exodus. Exodus chapter 3. And that's, that's where I was at earlier. But I want to look at a passage, just a little bit more of that particular story. Starting with verse um, 4, it says, When the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him, this is talking about Moses, out of the midst of the bush, and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, Here am I. And he said, Draw not nigh hither, put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place wherein thou standest is holy ground. So we can see right there, God is speaking 
through fire, through that bush. And, and that's what God desires to use each and every one of us like that bush for his glory. That's tabernacle to speak truth. Look what God did through that. I mean, we're talking, we're going back to the patriarchs. We're going back to the history of, of, of Judaism and then eventually Christianity. That's how important this is. That's how important this is. God speaks through fire. And you, you know, you, you, you may be like, well, I haven't heard anything from the Lord in a long time. I, I just don't know what God wants me to do. I, I'm just so confused. Are you on fire? Are you seeking the fire of the Lord? Because if you are, the fire of God's there. He's going to speak to you. So you need to maybe check. Do a what do I do? I said check up from the neck up, and, and ask God to show you. You know, is there things there's sin in your life? Are there things going on that aren't right? And 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 get those corrected, and God will speak to you in a powerful, mighty way. Let's look at First Kings eighteen twenty four. We're going to be all over the, the Bible today. It's just the way I roll. 1 Kings 18, 24. God is so good. God is so good. And he is starting fires all over the world. And I'm so excited about what he's doing. 1 Kings 18, 24. And call ye on the name of your gods, and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God that answereth by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, it is well spoken. And now this is a story about Elijah. We all know, we've, I'm sure many of you have heard messages about this. The God that answers by fire is God. And that is the Lord Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. God speaks through fire. He answers through fire. When you seek him with your whole heart. He won't be found very far from you because he's right there. In Jesus' name, he's right there. Let's look at another side of this glory. God protects with fire. Let's look at Exodus. Exodus. Chapter 13. 21 through 22. Exodus 13. 21 through 22. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your goodness, Lord. It says in verse 21, And the Lord went before them by a day in a pillar of a cloud, and this is what I was talking about earlier, to lead them by the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. God was protecting them with fire. You get the glory of God on you, and you're living in the glory you're not going anywhere until it's your time. The devil can't take you out. So just, just get that settled in your mind. Get that settled in your mind. If you got the fire of God on you, you're right with the Lord. He's going to protect you and keep you. He's going to use you as a fire starter in Jesus' name. You're tuned in today because that's what God desires to do. You're not here by accident. You're here because God wants to use you as a firebrand, as a fire starter, as a bush in his hands to speak to others, 
and to spark flames of revival around the world. Wherever you may be, just takes one. Just takes one. Look, at, you start studying the historical moves of God. Just takes one person. Start setting a blaze, one seed to bring a mighty harvest. And you can be that person today, my brother and sister, wherever you may be. Wherever you may be. Let's look at Deuteronomy 9.3. just want to thank everyone that's joining me live today. I'm so excited that you're here, that you're able to hear this word. You can always go back and listen to it again. And uh, it's on YouTube, Rumble. You can listen to it via podcast. Um, anytime you want to. I mean, it's just a wonderful thing about technology now. We, we are so impregnated with the Word of God. We're spoiled in this country, in the United States of America. We, we, it, it's like, you know, we just take everything for granted anymore. We just have so much of the Word of God. And there's other parts of the world that are just desperate, desperate for the fire of the Lord. And that's why revival's sparking out and coming, you know, being set ablaze in those places. As Americans, we, we, we are very, very spoiled. And unfortunately, that affects God's ability to spread revival. As believers, we need to repent and say, God, take that spirit of the world out of me. Take, take that American culture ideology out of me, God. And may I look at the entire world and not just where I'm from or what nationality I am. Jesus said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So we need to lose that ideology and become more uh, uh, multiracial concepts and more open-minded about what God's doing around the world and be aware of it, not so consumed in our own little ideas as Americans. God desires us to be set ablaze when we touch others. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 3. It says, Understand therefore this day that the Lord thy God is with he which goeth over before thee. And we're talking about God's protection. As a consuming fire, he shall destroy them, and he shall bring them down before thy face. So shalt thou drive them out and destroy them quickly, as the Lord hath said unto thee. You don't want to be messing with God's people. You don't want to be messing with with the with the power of God. You don't want to be me- you don't want to be making fun of the Holy Ghost and the power of the Spirit because that's not a good place to be. God will protect His own with fire, with fire in Jesus' name. He will protect His own. Fire is also the ultimate purifier. Let's look at First Peter, chapter one, verse seven. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 7. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God is so good. Yes, Jesus. Brother, I see your, your prayer request, and I will be praying for that. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I see it. I see it. 1 Peter 1 through 7. 1 Peter 1, 7, not 1 through 7. 1, verse 7. That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold, perisheth, though it be tried with fire, 
might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. So God purifies with fire. That Holy Ghost and fire, that's purification. You're, you're getting into, in order to be, to be a fire starter, in order to be uh, uh, a burning substance in the hands of God, you have to be purified. So not only are you just initially and filled with the Holy Spirit, you have to be purified by his fire. Jesus said, I'm going to baptize you with Holy Ghost and fire. That's what John the Baptist prophesied. That, he would, that Jesus would be the one who would baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. That's purifying. It's, it's purifying. It's purifying. It's cleansing the temple. Cleansing the temple. Jesus went in and drove the money changers out because the temple needed to be cleansed. God desires us to cleanse our temple and use us as firebrands, as fire starters in the name of Jesus. Revival is on display during times of extreme judgment and need. That's when people become desperate for God. That's when God desires to pour out His Spirit, to set ablaze those who are available to Him to minister and to touch. And you look at what's going on in the world right now, and you, you look at all the extreme needs. I mean, all over the world, the United States, various countries, Africa, Europe, and Australia, and the Middle East, and Japan, and China, and Russia, and Ukraine, um, there is desperate need. There's desperate need. And revival fire, revival is right. But we have to be set ablaze with the fire of the Lord. God desires that for each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. So let's look at this other side of fire. Let's look at this other side of fire. This is being, this is being judged by the fire of God. And this isn't somewhere you really want to be. I'll just tell you that. That's not, that's not what you want to be part of. You don't want to be judged by the fire of God because it's, it's not good. That's not a good thing at all. Let's take a look at 2 Peter 3:10. Just one book over here. 2 Peter 3:10. Thank you, Lord. Now this is this is talking about judgment of fire. Second Peter. We don't like to talk about these things in the church nowadays for some reason, but it's all throughout the New Testament. It's all over the Bible. We don't, but we don't we won't talk about it. Second Peter three ten. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that therein shall be burned up. So God's going to judge with fire. Not only is he going to empower with the glory with fire, but he's going to judge by fire. He's going to come and, and, and burn up everything at some point. You don't want to be there, my brother and sister. You don't want to be. You don't want to be judged by God's fire. You want to be consumed with the glory of the Lord like that burning bush and not be burned up because there's coming a day the Bible clearly teaches there's coming a day when everything that we see is going to be burned up so you can heap it up and save it and build it and love it and hug it and whatever else it's going to go down at some point it's going to burn up 
Only the things that you do for the kingdom of the Lord, only the things that you do for, for eternity are going to matter, ultimately. None of this world, none of these possessions, none of it. Your physical body, none of it is going to matter in eternity. Because it's going to be judged with fire. It's going to be judged by fire. Yes, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Let's look at a passage in Isaiah 66, 16. Isaiah 66, 16. God is so good. He is great, and he is greatly to be praised in the name of Jesus. Isaiah 66, 16. Now, we're talking about God judging with fire. We've, always, we've already talked about that good side <laughs> of the glory, but we have to address the other. We can't just... Uh, Read what part of the Bible we like and makes us feel good and not deal with the other side. And that's part of the problem with the church nowadays. We won't, we won't just talk about all the good stuff. We don't want to talk about the judgment. We don't want to talk about sin no more. We don't want to talk about the, you know, that God's going to judge sin. That doesn't make me feel good, Jonathan. I don't want to hear that. Well, I got I to gotta be, I got to preach the word. I got to preach the truth of the word. I can't, I can't just pick and choose, tickle your ears. I got to tell you the truth in Jesus' name. Isaiah 66, 16. For by fire and by his sword will the Lord plead with all flesh, and the slain of the Lord shall be many. So God's judging with fire. Judging with fire there in that passage. And you don't want to be there. You do not want to be there, my brother and sister. And there's so many people that are. And that's why we need to be set ablaze by the, by the, the, the all-consuming fire of the Lord, His glory, so that we can get out and reach those people that are in this position right here and minister to them. That's what God desires for us. Let's take a look at 2 Peter 3, 7. Looks like I'm going to get this all in today. That's exciting. 2 Peter 3, 7. I uh, believe next week I'm going to talk about awaking the dead. Bringing dead things to life. God's given me some uh, word on that. And I'm excited uh, what he's going to show me there. So I pray you can join me next week for that. It's going to be an awesome time in God. 2 Peter 3.7 Okay. But the heavens and the earth, which are now, by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire, against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. So God's going to judge this universe with fire, and it's all going to burn up, and only the things that are eternal are going to be left. That's all throughout Jesus said many, many times, in many different ways and parables. He expressed that truth. I just want to thank others who have joined me. I pray that God is ministering his word to you today and uh, using me as a vessel and that you're receiving some truth today and it'll bless you and God will use you and set you ablaze. God purges with fire. Let's take a look at Isaiah 4.4. Isaiah 4.4. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Isaiah 4.4. God's presence is real here. I pray that God's presence is real right where you're at today. May you feel the power and the fire of the Holy Spirit wherever you may be. I pray that upon you, my brother and sister, in Jesus' name. Isaiah 4.4 4. 
when the Lord shall have washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion, and shall have purged the blood of Jerusalem from the midst thereof by the spirit of judgment and by the spirit of burning. There we are again. God's purging with fire. He's judging with fire. The spirit of burning. So you don't want to be on that judgment side. The Bible describes hell. And it talks about fire. But it's not Holy Ghost. It's not the good fire. It's the judgment fire. It's a sight of God that you, yeah, you don't want to be there for eternity. That's not where we want to be. And, and brother, sister, we don't want anybody to be there. And we need to do it while they're getting this good. And we need to ask God to set us ablaze and to reach those individuals that God's called us to reach. We only got so much time. We're not guaranteed one more breath. We're not guaranteed one more thought. None of us are. But if you yield yourself to the Holy Spirit and the glory of God, God will make sure that he keeps you alive until he has used you for whatever he's used you as. A vessel, you know, meat for the master's use. Pliable. A bush, as we read the earlier in Exodus, that will be set ablaze by the fire of God but not consumed. So we don't want to be on that other side. God tests by fire. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 3.13. 1 Corinthians 3.13. It's such a beautiful day. I've just been thinking about how just about every Sunday it's been sunny. It's starting to cloud up now. It's getting later in the day. But it's been like sunny just about every single podcast day. We've, we've had just a good stretch, of just, at least here in Ohio, of just sunny weather um, over and over, over on Sundays. I'm sure it's going to end at some point. I won't be sitting here doing this, and I won't be looking at snow. <laughs> but, uh, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about that right now. I want to think about the fire of God in Jesus' name. Melt that snow down. First Corinthians chapter 3, 13. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. That's what I'm saying. That's why I've been, you know, I've reiterated over and over again. Only those things that we do for the glory of the Lord are going to matter in the end. All these other worldly accomplishments are going to burn up. It's going to burn up in Jesus' name. So God tests by fire. Let's look at 1 Peter 4.12. 1 Peter 4.12. God is so good. He has been so good. So good to me. I trust that he's been so good to you. He's right there with you today. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. God wants to take you to another level. In Jesus' name. We can never think we've arrived. Paul Paul said over and over again that he hadn't arrived yet. And you think about everything he did. How God used him. Never. I mean, we always need the Lord. We always need another touch of his fire. In Jesus' name, that's what we need. 1 Peter 4.12. 1 Peter 4.12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fire trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. So God tests by fire. Don't think it's odd. Don't think it's, it's strange. When God tests you, when he judges sin, when he judges wickedness, 
when he wants to purge you and cleanse you of those things of the world, think that not weird. That's how the Lord works. He wants to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. And that's not only the glory, but that's also purging and judgment and correction. Whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, the Bible says. God tests by fire. God also saves by fire. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 3.15. 1 Corinthians 3.15. God, you are so good. You've been so good to me. Thank you, Lord, for being so good to me. And I didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve it. He's been so good. Then I trust he's been good to you. Then he'll continue to be good to you. In Jesus' name, and use you in a mighty, mighty way. 1 Corinthians 3.15 If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. God saves by fire. So he judges our works and everything, again, that <laughs> we don't do, you know, in his glory, in his kingdom, in the power of the Holy Ghost for eternity, it's going to burn up. God will save us, though. He will save you in Jesus' name. I want to look at something else here before I wrap up. I want to look at the words we use and, and a truth in the gospel that I don't know that we really ever really think about completely because this passage doesn't say it, but you have to look at it and, and, and think, okay, what's the opposite of this? what this passage is saying. Let's look at James chapter 3. James chapter 3. Let's verse, look at verse 6. Everything is a positive and a negative, okay? This scripture is talking about a negative, so there has to be a positive side of this. We've dealt with this already with the fire. There's positive fire and there's negative fire. There's being... Uh, uh, consumed with the fire of God and being consumed by the fire of God in judgment. Let's look at, take, take a look at James chapter 3, verse 6. It says, And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity, so is the tongue among our members, and it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. Now that's saying, that's the, that's the, 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 the natural human, you know, pre-regenerated way. We're all born into sin, and that's that's the, what, the, what our, our, our tongues want to be. That's how we want to be. So it stands to reason that if it can set ablaze the fires of hell and cause negativity, it can be set ablaze by the fire of God and his glory, and it can spread revival. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. So your tongue be set on fire either by the devil and by evil and by sin or it can be set on fire by the Holy Ghost and speak words of encouragement, speak truth to power, speak revival, speak good things. And God can use your voice wherever you may be. You don't have to have podcasts on Facebook. God can use you wherever and it can just be a few words that can change somebody's life forever. We can speak words of heaven, or we can speak words of hell, according to this scripture. And I want to speak words of heaven, 
And I know you too do too, my brother and sister. You want to be used greatly by God. That's why you're tuned in today. You desire to hear, you know, the word of the Lord, to listen to teaching, to listen to instruction. And I just pray that God will set you ablaze. Set your tongue ablaze with the fire of God and use you in a mighty, mighty powerful way and that you'll become a fire starter, a fire starter, kindling in the hands of the Lord. We can have revival if we'll just yield ourselves. You can have your own personal revival and guess guess what? That don't stay there. It, 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 it has to spread. Fire spreads. Fire does not just stay in one spot. It spreads. You think about those fires out there in California and how they they just take off and they can't really control them. Well, that can happen in revival. That can happen with the power of the Lord. That can happen in your life today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I trust and pray that this word has had an impact on you today. In fact, I don't even trust. I know it has because it's the word of the Lord. And I pray this fire upon you that the scripture talks about that God will set you ablaze with. Set you ablaze with. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Let's seal this word. Let's pray that God will, will use each and every one of you in this coming week as vessels, as fire starters, in his hands. Father, I just come in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord. I thank you, God, for the truth of this word. I thank you, Lord, that you desire each and every one of us to be fire starters in your hands, to be, to be lit by the power of the Holy Ghost and fire, to spark revival wherever we may be, wherever we may be, whatever we may be doing. We don't have to be some big name minister on TV. You've called each and every one of us to be evangelists. You've called each and every one of us to minister your word and to spread the fires of revival. So God, I just ask that you come now, Lord, and purify us, cleanse us, show us things in our lives that aren't correct and aren't right, and we'll correct them, Lord. We desire to be in your hands, we desire, God, for you to set us ablaze with the power of the Holy Ghost and fire. That your kingdom may grow, that each and every one of us may reach those who you have set aside for us to reach. May we not be under your judgment, God, and I pray those who are under your judgment will hear this word today, Lord, and get in the ark and become set ablaze with your glory. I thank you, Lord, for your truth, for your word, for your grace and your mercy and your power. Touch each and every one of my brothers and sisters, God, that listening to this live will listen to it later, whatever means they may listen. May it change them, God, and use them for your glory. Amen. I'm so excited about what God's doing. God is good, and he's been good to you. And just yield yourself in the days to come. Say, God, what's in my life that shouldn't be there? And what can I correct, and what can I change? And how can I be closer to you? And how can I be filled more with your spirit? How can I be set ablaze with your fire? And God will do it. 
God will do it. He's a good God and he's, he keeps his word and he can be trusted. And he desires for each and every one of us to be set ablaze. Revival is there. And you are a fire starter in Jesus' name. It can be used in a mighty way. Next week, I'm going to be on here. We're going to talk about awakening the dead. I'm just going to leave it at that. We're going to awaken the dead next week. In Jesus' name, I just trust and pray that this teaching has blessed you in a mighty way. You get out there this week and you do some damage to the kingdom of the devil and change others' lives by the words you speak in power through the fire of God. I love you, my brother and sister. I will see you next week, the same time, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 8.30 p.m. Greenwich Meets Time with another Tough Truth Podcast. Be blessed. Thank mm-hmm. you.